are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hey, welcome to the Form Freeform. The Form, the hey. Freeform, the Free, wait, the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hey, Lee, what's up? Hey, I'm feeling almost as twisted as your introduction. How are you doing? At least you're not twisted like a sister. <laughs> well, not this day. <laughs> uh, I just went to the stove, and I, I was buying a bottle of Jim Beam. It oh. was 12 bucks. And I go up to the counter, and they had a gift set of Jim Beam, the same size bottle with two glasses for 12 bucks. I said, finally wow. get the free glasses. <laughs> oh, my, uh, so, so it wasn't like you bought the other one and went, damn it, why didn't I buy this? Oh, I saw that, and I go, shit, I'm going to buy the one with the glasses, and they're pretty nice glasses. It's Jim Beam on it, and it's perfect for whiskey. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's got little little parts for your hand to hold so you don't drop it when you're drunk. Cool. If I, <laughs> if, 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 if I make it over there by tonight, um, you can give me mine. Hey, I just want to thank you for putting up some posts on the, on the, on the um, page, man. I've been trying to get oh, you to wow. do that for a while. You need to keep doing that, man. People interact with you a lot. Well, it's well. Um, they, I want them to say what I want them to say, and they don't do it. <laughs> it's well, you, like, well, well, I, I you have to keep nudging me because sometimes I'm asleep. It's like, Lee, where's the next song? So I have to wake up, throw the CD across the room, and you say thank you. Yeah. Well, I think you should put up some of your freaking songs on there, your videos, and ask oh. people what they think. Rate it one to ten. Hey, that's a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, just interact on the page, man. We're getting more people interacting. If you notice, when I'm putting up polls and stuff, people are actually commenting now. I'm going, oh, wow. wow. Thank you, people. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, the podcast we're doing today was re- was uh, was asked for by Rebecca Edwards. She's one of my friends on Facebook. She said, do Sammy Hagar. Do my favorite Sammy Hagar album. I said, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, I was... I was going to say, I was going to say, you know, um, a lot of people, um, some of them, Sammy Hagar is kind of controversial depending upon who you are, and I'm thinking if we do a really good Sammy Hagar album, then that would be really cool, because then people would be able to hear how good he is, and too bad this album is not it. Well, we'll get to the review in a second, but before we get to the review, oh, we're doing Standing Hampton by Sammy Hagar, his 1981 album, but before we do that, we have our uh, newer artist of the week, you picked The Heavy, What Happened to Love, I I picked a band called Holterer, called I'll Die For You, I'm probably saying it wrong, so I think it's with a guy named Jorn, he's a really good singer, and I, I, I... They've been around since like 2014 or something. Okay, so I might have newer even heard of them. I might have heard of them. So they're pretty cool. So I thought, let's well, might as well do it. You know, I like the guy's voice. I like singers, man. Yeah. That's so right on. here's the heavy. What happened to love and Holter till I die? I'll die for you. I mean, on the Freeform Rock podcast. We had that thing that everybody wants. Oh, 
about the When it was all about the Okay, that was the heavy What Happened to Love and Holter, I'll Die for You. So let's get into this album by Sammy, what does Ian call him, Horatio Hagar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're from the free, they're from the uh, the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, which, uh, which uh, Lee does the intro for, which is yeah. pretty cool, so go check them out. Uh, Ralph Vieira, Dr. Fuck, and the Al... The Ayatollah of Alcohola, Mr. Ian Wadley. They kick ass and they are the best podcast on podcasting. But I think we're okay. We're getting there. Yeah. I think. We're getting better. People are actually commenting on our pages now, so I'm happy. 
before they yeah were. we're getting yeah we're getting butter before we just had parquet parquet butter <laughs> yeah all right this album was released in january 6 1982 it's hard rock heavy metal produced by keith olsen and this is uh 1982 and let's see something here let's see the certifications uh, what happened here? It went platinum in the United States, two times platinum. Yay, Sammy. I love Sammy. A lot of people hate Sammy because of his work in Van Hagar, Van Halen. But I liked Van Hagar, but I love David Lee Roth better in Van Halen. But I like Sammy's solo stuff better than David Lee Roth. So I'm at a quandary there. Yeah, a, and I like buttermilk, but I like um, regular milk too. <laughs> That's cool. And then we get, I love buttermilk pancakes. Mm, pancakes. Cool. Right on, man. Standing Captain and Sammy Hagar's sixth solo album, his first after moving from Capitol to Geffen. It was his first album to achieve RIAA certification, eventually going platinum, and five of its singles charted in either mainstream rock or pop singles charts. The British version of the album was re released with a bonus interview, 45 RPM, called Conversations with Sammy Hagar. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Okay. So let's get into this album. Okay, this is a recording, Sammy Hagar, in an interview from 1981 out of the UK. Well, to start with, I think that uh, Janis Joplin was probably the best female vocalist as far as singing the style of singing that I like, which is screaming and putting uh, all your heart into it and everything. And being part of that generation, basically, when I was growing up, that was what was happening, was to go to San Francisco. And, of course, Big Brother and Holden Company were a big group. And I was impressed with her when I saw her sing live, and so I decided to do one of her songs, and Peace of My Heart was the one that lent itself to my style. Somebody came up to me the other day and asked me if I still had my Explorer, and I had to say, of course, because I'll never get rid of that guitar as long as I play the kind of music I play. It's the best-sounding guitar I own. It just sounds better than all the rest. And when I did the album, I uh, used that throughout the whole album. And then I used this one other guitar that has a little bit of cleaner, high-end, little brighter sound, and it's a, it's a Roland synthesizer guitar. And I didn't use the synthesizer part. I just used the regular guitar. And it sounds pretty good, so I, it was an ugly old natural wood thing, so I'd never use it on stage, so I liked the sound of it, so I went and had it painted red, and I'll be using that too, and uh, I don't pay attention to guitars, they don't mean anything to me, I take an old guitar, a new guitar, a Strat, a Fender, Gibson, I don't care what it is, as long as it feels good and sounds good to me, so, uh, Gary, he's got some weird guitars, he likes to have special ones made and stuff, he's real uh, picky about his guitars, but uh, I actually think that he's full of shit. When I started recording this album, I originally wanted to put a couple different songs for an English version, and I wanted to have an American version, I wanted to have a French version, a German version. I wanted to record about 20 songs, and each country put at least one different song on each album. I pooped out, I said, man, I want to get out of the studio and get out there on the road, so I only ended up with 13, but we never ended up putting a different song on the English album, so the English album is exactly like the American album. And so what? It's great, so I don't care. <laughs> Just as long as I'm satisfied with every song on there. And I must admit, as far as Standing Hampton goes, there's not one song on there that I didn't feel real strong about. And that's that's pretty rare. I can't ever remember that happening, except uh, on the first Montrose album. I, I really felt like every song on that album, you know, we had a lot of fire and a lot of heart into it. And I really feel that uh, this album is the same way to me. Can't Get Loose is more of the serious side, I guess, uh, kind of philosophical or, I don't know, I, I, I like Can't Get Loose as far as the production and everything goes. I think it's one of the bigger production tunes on the album and it'll be wonderful live because it'll give me a chance to really sing with some big holes in the music and do a big production. My first influences were really black 
guys, I guess, and uh, I know everyone said that. I heard Paul Rogers say it. I've heard Rod Stewart say it. The Rolling Stones say it. Everyone says it. But uh, it seems like when a musician is first learning how to play, you go through so many different stages. So I went through the blues stage, and I went through the R&B stage. Then I went through the rock and roll stage, and I guess Led Zeppelin and Cream, Jimi Hendrix, and people like that really influenced me. I, I'm so easily influenced. I get in the car and turn on the radio and I hear a song and I go, oh, gee, who's that? And I sometimes I'll sit in the car for 20 minutes. In America, they play about half an hour, 45 minutes of music, and then they talk for a half hour, 45 minutes. So uh, not all the stations, I guess I shouldn't say they all do that. But anyway, a lot of them do it. And uh, sometimes you have to wait a long time. So I'll sit in the car and wait until I hear who it was and usually go out and buy the album and check it out. And, Half the time it's garbage and half the time it's good and about, no, wait a, a quarter of the time it's garbage, a quarter of the time it's good, and half the time it's the only good song on the album. So anyway, uh, and I'm influenced by that stuff. I can't help it. You know, you hear the way a guy sings, the way a guy plays guitar, or the way an album sounds, the way it's produced, or you just you just get influenced. You can't help it. Okay, that was part one. And we got the first track, I'll Fall in Love Again. So what do you think about this one, Lee? What is this junk? Is this Reader's Digest of the 80s? Sammy probably had a fight with Desmond Child trying to take the song out of his hands, and Desmond held on pretty tightly, but Sammy pulled harder, got the song, and won. But did he really win? Rumor is Sammy tried to find a song from Olivia Newton-John's wastebasket, but all he could find was empty containers of body lotion. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I like this song, man. <laughs> a great song. I said, oh. I said, this is classic Sammy, kicks ass, great chorus, vocals, rhythm, contagious, sing-along song, and harmonies are awesome. Oh. This is one of the cl Sammy's classic songs man I, I love this track. and Desmond Child didn't write it it was Sammy Hagar by himself well no that's what stealing is you take it from him and then you don't credit he's going through garbage cans and getting stuff I only like Desmond Child with Aerosmith and Bon Jovi but you hate Bon Jovi so um, you're starting to make me think the same way about Sammy. No I shit. I don't want to do that. A lot of people hate Sammy Hagar because they think he made Van Halen into Van Hagar, which was a Journey cover band. <laughs> I think it's funny. But I li uh, like I always say, Roth is Van Halen to me. I like the Sammy Hagar stuff. It was a different band. And you can't compare the six-pack with what Sammy did with Van Halen. The six-pack is 100 times better. But I did. I love 5150, OUA, and Two Balance, and all those albums. So let's get into the next track, which is the next track that you picked. With first track you picked on this album to play. So here's "There's Only One Way to Rock" on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
okay, that was there's only one way to rock. Why'd you pick this track? The album should have started with this. This is pretty good. I don't want to admit to if I'd like to see Sammy dance on stage wearing a tucked in shirt while singing the song, but I'll admit it's a good song. <laughs> so you're gay now, Lee? No, I, I said I'm not going to admit it. <laughs> you're not going to admit it, so you're still in the closet. <laughs> uh, you should come out, man. The world is, is embracing you now, man. You should take pictures with guys with tucked in shirts shaking your hand. Listen, part of not admitting something means it's not true. And so, and so, that's my thing. All right, man. It's okay it's if you're gay, man. I'll, 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 I'm admitting to stuff that's not true, okay? Hey, it's, o- it's okay if you're gay. I still love you, man. <laughs> cool. Right. Um, um, what, what um, um, can you give me directions to your place tonight? <laughs> well, can you fly all the way to California? <laughs> um, um, not with my hands, <laughs> damn it. I keep forgetting I'm not in California anymore. Oh, I know, you probably, I think you miss it because you're bitching about your family. No. <laughs> well, that's um, another subject. That's we'll... just because I'm a bitch. <laughs> well, you're gay, right? <laughs> well, I'm a <laughs> Only for this episode, for ratings. <laughs> I turn straight after we're done. All right, well, this, this is what I think about this song. This is another Hagar classic. Loved it when him and Eddie Van Halen did it on Live Without a Net video with Van Halen. It jammed, and it jams here. Awesome rocker, and I love the lyric when he goes, It's all just mental masturbation, and it's 8.05, it's time to rock. It's a fucking great song. I fucking love this song. I like it better when Eddie does the lead on it and then Sammy jams with him on the lead. It's fucking awesome. Oh. You, you ever seen Live Without a Net Lee? Uh, no, I didn't. I have it on DVD and I had it on VHS back in the day. It's a fucking... Cool. It's, it's like uh, Sammy Hagar goes, they're playing in New New Haven, Connecticut. Says we named this renamed this town New Haven, Connecticut fucking cool. love that video and everybody's probably gonna get on freaking our page and say fuck you mark we hate that video <laughs> so, oh, well. all right i love this song and then we get to the next track which baby's on fire what'd you think of this one at least this song isn't worse than autograph as a second rate foreigner tune it works <sighs> oh you didn't like turn up the radio I didn't hate it more than this. Or blondes and black cars. Um, this this is um on the same page. <laughs> oh, I like this song. I said it's uh, Sammy, one of the best voices in rock. I love the songwriting, the structure, and Sammy has rhythm and a catchy chorus. I like "Baby's on Fire." Hmm. She's on fire. All right, well, let's get to the next track, Can't Get Loose. What would you think of this one? Well, even Autograph would be embarrassed to do this song. Mike Reno from Loverboy threw away this song for a reason. When he discovered Sammy went in his trash bin and stole it, he said, you can have it, Sammy. <laughs> so Sammy put his name on it because he's the only one who wrote it. Yeah, I'm telling you, he tastes from trash. <laughs> Alright, this is what I kind of agree with you on this, Lee. I said, keyboard's cheesy and and of the time, and this song is a total filler track. Huh. Yeah, I didn't really care for it. Yeah. And then we get to Heavy Metal, which is, you didn't pick that song. I'm going to pick this song. Fuck it, I'm oh, going to pick boy. this song. I love this song. So here's Heavy Metal on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
that was heavy metal. Why didn't you pick this track? Well, this sounds like someone gave this song to Billy Squire, and he said, no thanks. What's wrong and with Billy Squire? It... No, nothing wrong with him. Uh, but he said, no thanks. And he gave it to Alda Nova, who said, no thanks. <laughs> and he gave it to Sammy Hagar, who said, cool, thanks. That bitch Glenn Fry already did the heat is on. So thank goodness I have a heavy rocker. What's wrong I'll with the heat is to... on? <laughs> it's better than this. I'll hire the group Quarter Flash to play on it because Blue Oyster Cult banned me from ever talking to them again. They did? I've got myself a hit. Richard Simmons, you're not the coolest redhead anymore. In other words, this sounds like the theme song to Zoom with a good guitar solo. Well, I fucking love this song. It's why I played it. This is from the animated classic movie Heavy Metal. Sammy, great song. One of my all-time favorites of Hagar. I said, if you've never heard this song, go and listen to it now. It's fucking great. And go get the movie. The movie is fucking awesome. And this was co-written yeah. by Survivor's Jim Petrick. Oh. He usually knows better. <laughs> you like Survivor? But I, I kind of do. Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't know for sure if Blue Oyster Cult actually... Um, admitted to banning Sammy, but I'm sure that if Sammy tries to go in their studio, there will be sirens off. Well, the heavy metal soundtrack was supposed to be all Blue Oyster Cult, and they did the, they had their song Veterans of the Psychic Wars in there, right? Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm just making shit up as I go along. Well, Blue Oyster Cult was in this, they had the song Veterans of the Psychic Wars in that. Do you like that song? Oh. Um... I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think what I'm trying to say is Blue Oyster Cult makes this song sound like it is. <laughs> Alright, well let's get to the next track, Baby It's You, which is the second track you picked off this record. So here's Baby It's You on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Baby It's You. Why'd you pick this track? I'm surprised there's actually another good song on here. I like this better than Whitesnake's ballads. It has feeling and it doesn't sound fake like some of the other songs on here. I think it's a cool power power ballad. Love Hagar's tone. Love the song. Great song, man. Right on. And, and then we get to the next song, track number eight, in uh, sur- seven, Surrender. What do you think of this one? This sounds like a song that even Jackson Brown would think is boring. This is what they play on the speakers at 24-hour fitness gym. I said, I say this song is cheesy and of the time. Heger has great songs, but songs like this are forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> it really sucks. I hate this song. Yeah. Fucking. And I hate exercising at 24-hour gym. Well, you know what? He didn't fucking write this. This was some guy named Chaz Sanford. You know, maybe he would have had a better song if it was original. Oh, I know who Chaz Sanford is, and, um, yeah. Even he is worse. Oh, wow. I don't even know who that fucker is. Oh, I'll just tell you quickly. He was in Chicago for a while. And, um, he made them worse. So he was in Chicago for a little bit? Actually, I think he was, um, like a producer and 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 that Chicago used him uh, to produce the album because he has like his own studio and stuff and he's really cheap and what? so so that's probably why he's so cheap is because he writes shit like this well I'm kind of happy it wasn't a Hagar song because people would have I fucking hated this yeah. song let's get to the yeah. next track Inside Looking In what'd you think of this one This is Sammy doing Pat Benatar. Why did he have to steal this song from her trash bin? She threw it out for a reason. This is hard rock for people who eat at Olive Garden. I kind of agree with you. It's a a fucking terrible song. (laughs) He wrote this one, so this song sucks. Well, that's that's, that's because Pat Benatar didn't want her name on it. She threw it out, you remember. Oh, and he took it from the trash can. Ooh, look what I got. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the <laughs> next track, Sweet Hitchhiker, which is your third song you picked on here. So here's Sweet, Ch- Sweet Hitchhiker uh, on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
a sweet hitchhiker on the freeform rock podcast the next track was inside looking in what'd you think about that lee that was uh, inside looking in what'd you think of that song lee this is the closest to a third song i like on here i like most of it but sometimes it's like chewed gum and loses its flavor but i could see sammy's hair bobbing up and down while he sings this on stage I said, this is back to the... Let's see, what were we doing? Inside looking in? Yeah, um, this, is, this song is cheesy. Sweet uh, hitchhiker. time, it kind of sucks. But it's okay. I want to skip it. And then we get into... Yeah. Wait, we were doing Sweet Hitchhiker, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, I was off. Oh, no, this song is great. Back to the Rock. <laughs> Love this song. It kills the breakdown rules and goes into a smoking Hagar solo. Fucking love this song. It's most of it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It was co-written with David Lauser. I think that's his drummer. It's Hagar and Lauser. Oh. So it's pretty cool. Oh, okay. and then we get to the last song on this album, which is "Peace of My Heart," a cover of Janis Joplin. What did you think of this? The only group that did a version of this song that I can like is Rough Cut. Sammy's version doesn't do anything for the song, and it's not a song I really like anyway. Imagine eating a bag of chips from a brand you don't like, but the chips are stale on top of it. That's how hearing this song was like for me. I agree with you, Lee. This is a watered-down version of the Joplin Classic, and I don't like that one either. Yeah. (laughs) But I will say she had more soul than this piece of crap. Bad way to end a good album, Hagar. Yeah. Fuck, she at least sounded into it. He sounds like he's just fucking yeah. doing Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking like sucks. He's doing, like he's doing Chaz Sanford's version of Chicago. Dude, this song was terrible. I didn't like the original version, but at least she had fucking, baby, and he's like, baby, take a little. Yeah. It's like fucking a quiet, this song should have, I expected more out of Sammy to make it rockin' to fucking beef it up. He frickin' made it fucking adult contemporary. I'll tell you, I really was hoping this would be a good album because I heard good things about it. And some of his stuff, like Three Lock Box, I'm, I'm kind of into, but um, this ain't that. Well, I wanted to do Three Lock Box, but Rebecca wanted this one, so I gave it to her. But I like this album. There's like three songs I can't stand. Yeah. But overall, it's a good classic. I just delete those three songs, and then I got a great album. Oh. <laughs> you're being nicer than I am. Yep, I am. Being I'd nicer. actually say there's four songs. It says, Hager has said... That, that I he, do like. Hager has said that he was originally going to call this album One Way to Rock. It was a British band who told him in the term... That came to be the title in a Cockney rhyme slang. A Hampton is a substitution for penis. Hampton Wick rhymes with oh. prick. One that is standing, of course, would be a reference of to an erection. This led to the cover art that shows a gentleman greeting a woman in various states of undress. The liner notes on the inner sleeve state that the cover graphics were inspired by the work of surrealist painter Paul Devereaux. Fuck. Oh. It's an erectus wow, album. It didn't get me hard. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of embarrasses me now. I want Sammy to untuck his shirt. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you want, you want him to untuck his shirt. All right, well, man. No, so that I won't get excited. Well, everybody says I want to see him wear it that way. Well, I, 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 no, no, I didn't even say that. No, I, I did not say anything you think I said. Well, do you think Bette Midler is hot? Oh, um, <clears throat> if you, um, put her in Arizona. <laughs> well, everybody says he's Bette Midler, so there you go. <laughs> I, um, I, I guess if I have to kiss someone's wrinkled cheeks, I'd rather kiss hers. Well, it says musicians on this album are Sammy Hagar, lead vocals, guitar, Gary Phil, guitar, backing vocals, Bill Bill Church, bass guitar, backing vocals, David Lauser, drums and backing vocals, produced by Keith Olsen, mastered by Gary Fungonanti, engineer Chris Minto. I think this album is good. 
but it's not as good as people say it is to me. I think yeah. it three lock box is a hundred times better. And oh, I even yeah. think Marching to Mars is fucking awesome. I never said goodbye. VOA ten thirteen are great fucking records. Solo. Oh yeah. Musical chairs and nine on a ten scale are good albums too. Um, I kind of um, don't agree when it comes to um, nine on a ten scale. Nine on a ten. Well, that's okay. We don't have to agree yeah. on everything. But that's our podcast today on Sandy Sammy Hagar's Standing Hampton for Rebecca Edwards. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we didn't shit on any of your favorite songs. But if we did, that's our opinion. Don't take it personal. <laughs> yeah. All Only right. we take our opinions personal. Yeah, Lee wants me to like everything he likes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I need to drink sometimes so I can like some th- stuff he likes. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to drink on this episode because I would have wasted it on a bad album. <laughs> All right, well, then we got the tracks of the week. I have Queen, Get Down, Make Love, live from Montreal. And then you have Billy Joel... Los Angelinos? Yep. So, until next week, which Lee, it's Lee's turn to pick an album. He hasn't decided what it is yet. Um, I think maybe I'll um, want me to tell you, or do you want me to wait? You can tell me. I don't care. How about if we do one by Martha Velez? Never heard of her. Um, you'll thank me after I hope so. There's a lot of albums I have thanked you later. Yeah, believe me, um, I'm, um, it. I finally heard this one. Um, I think it's called Saints and Sinners. Cool. It's her first, um, well, her first solo album. She was in a group called the Gaslight Singers, and I can't really find any other stuff. But then she went solo. I never heard of them either. Right. <laughs> She's. For, for for a small amount of time, maybe from 1969 to about 1975, she was considered odd. Now nobody knows who she is. All right. So until next week, here's Queen, Get Down, Make Love, live from Montreal Rocks, and Billy Joel, Los Angelinas, on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Say goodbye, Lee. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Brian's gonna play piano in a minute when he gets to it. This is from an album called The Game.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Hello, folks. This is the Rock Sponge Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends Podcast. Join yours truly every week as I look at a different classic rock and or metal album that had an impact on my life and or rock music in general, and I'm usually joined by a friend or two. And there's no country or rap or techno bullshit on the show, because I hate those fucking music genres. Techno and rap and country sucks. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends podcast every week on YouTube, and now on Podbean and iTunes. So yes, folks, I'm available in two different, three different ways. Podbean and iTunes for the audio, and YouTube for the visual. Thank you very much. From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter pal, meow meow. This is Bushy. And the mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure. Only on the plug with Bushy and the mountain man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show host comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, get blasted! Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's gonna be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's gonna be, check me out on what I call Gerstman Show, and it's just me doing reviews, or me doing horsing around, or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.